0: Hello, Facebook group slash Cleaning Nation. Welcome to our live slash podcast. Good to have you. Um, you know, we usually say if you want to be thing, email Lindsay or go on Facebook. We're not going to do that. We're going to start right with questions. Lindsay, what do we got? Who can we help?
1: Ooh, I like it. Digging right in. So today I went with a theme of getting more clients. All your questions about getting more clients. So MS Maintenance on Facebook group asked two questions. Start with the first one how to get big commercial jobs like starbucks target etc how do you gain those ones
0: that's a really good question so the first part of my question will be something you've heard before and the second may not so as always you can do the same thing you identify who your perfect prospect is you get their pain you understand uh, you make sure you can solve that pain understand how to communicate that pain effectively to them and um that's how you get jobs. That said, oftentimes if it's a large account like Target or Starbucks, their pain is they need a national provider. They want a national provider. Um, so if you are not a national provider, you might struggle with that. So the process is the same. Get crystal clear on who your your uh, perfect prospect is, find out their pain, find a way to solve that pain and communicate that solution to them. But if you do find their pain is something that you can't or won't uh, be able to solve, then Pick a new niche would be would be the right answer. So um hopefully that's specific enough. And it feels like it's a bit of a downer. She's like, well, I don't really have that. Um, and I'll I'll be honest with you, I found oftentimes those are handled by larger franchises and they're not really into quality, they're just into cheap prices. So I personally, if I was starting a, a commercial cleaning company, those would not be my perfect prospects to start. So if you're kind of bummed, like that's what I wanted to take. Maybe. I think it's more prestige to be like, oh, we clean the Starbucks chain than it is wildly profitable. So hopefully that takes a sting out if you happen to be someone that's not national and can't meet the the requirements that they have.
1: All right. I'm going to move on to a second question. I have no idea what this means, but maybe you do, Mike. <laughs> How to bypass SAM? SAM, big letters, rejecting virtual office address when the company I use told me other companies use it. Don't know what that. That's means.
0: a really specific question and not really cleaning base. So I think you're kind of setting me up for failure here on this. One. I think Lindsay, Lindsay's just messing with me. Like I'm going to throw in a ridiculous. Squab- I don't know what the SAM is. Can't get in the middle of a squabble. Like I don't know what to tell you. If that's a that's between you and whoever SAM is and whoever the uh, uh, person that told you. I don't know. That's just that's not really in the spectrum of my coaching. <laughs> but thank you for throwing a wild curveball at me and beaming me right in the head, Lindsay.
1: Sorry about that. I thought it was maybe some kind of lingo that like I wasn't familiar with. So I figured I'd just throw it out there and see what happens. Okay. The next question is way more back to normal stuff. <laughs> Zane from Facebook wants to know, what's your take on postcards and door hangers? Do they work for cleaning companies?
0: Really good question. So again, a lot of this client attraction stuff sounds like beating a drum. Find out who your perfect prospect is. Find out what their pain is, find out how to articulate it to them and then articulate it to them. So it's not so much, do they work for cleaning companies? It's do your perfect prospects have doors and or receive mail? <laughs> if the answer is yes, then they probably, um, probably yes. The trick is people focus way too much time and energy on the media and they forget about the message. So a postcard you know, go do postcards work well it depends on the postcard like is that you know is that lady a good wife like well, it depends on what you're looking for is does that, that guy a nice guy or a good guy like well how do you define good so if I just take a thousand postcards and mail them to prospects and they're blank uh no I don't think I'd get a very good response so the key is what is their pain how well can you articulate that and can you make an offer that's compelling? um, to them in the very small space of a door hanger or a postcard. So yes, they can work really, really well. Will do you, did this guy say if he's commercial or residential?
1: No, they did not mention it. I was okay. assume residential, but not sure. I was going
0: to assume residential cause that's a little more typical. Not that this concept can't work, but I'll just use residential for the example. So, Oftentimes for residential, we're talking about moms who are looking for more time. They want more time with their family. They want more time for themselves. They want to feel better when they come home. So my postcard would have, would you like more time? Would you like to feel better when you come home? And then I'd find an offer that was super compelling. Um, You could either lower the barrier of entry to get in touch with you. Like, Again, by the way, the key thing for postcards is perfect prospects. So you can send a blank postcard or a postcard with a bad copy to the right door and not have a lot of success, or you could send the perfect copy to the wrong door and not have a lot of success. You know, renters, just people that aren't typically going to hire cleaners, those are the wrong doors. But if this is big house, probably big families, dogs, pets, all that sort of stuff, good income, high level, high dollar house, a lot of owners, not renters, all good things. you put. A postcard on that door that calls out their pain and gives them an offer that's compelling to them and makes it easy for them to buy, yeah, you're probably gonna have great success. And again, great success might be one or two percent, one percent. So if you put out a hundred postcard and it costs you a hundred bucks to get them printed, and whatever, and you get one client, um, or even just one bid, maybe you have to, and you know, maybe you have to put a thousand postcards and you get um 10 bids and you get four clients, it sounds like you've really failed, but say it only costs you $1,000, but those four clients add up to 1500 bucks a month and they stay for two years, that's 30 grand. Right? So the big thing with postcards, I'll give you the big, yes, the short answer is that absolutely they can work as long as your clients have doors and read English or the language that the postcards are in. And you have a copy that speaks to their pain and I get an offer that's easy for them to take. Yes, they can win. The big thing mistake people make is they put it on the wrong door they they don't they use copy about them. I've been in business this long, I'm doing this, I'm great. We're this and or they don't make a good call to action. Call now for a free estimate or something like that. That's not a good or 10% off or some weak thing. like give them a free clean or say if you don't like it, you don't pay or um, you know, if you sign up now, we'll give you this massive bonus where we do something that they're really interested in or we'll you know, free window cleaner, just find something where like, oh, I'd have to be stupid not to you know, make it very easy for them to buy. So the big mistake is you put them on the wrong door, you have the wrong copy, there's a bad call to action, or you do too small of a sample size, right? I hung a hundred postcards and got three calls and nobody bought anything. Postcards don't work. Um, again, you've got to look at total ROI, right? Even if you send a thousand postcards for a thousand dollars, and again, I don't know what they cost, probably to print a thousand postcards might be a hundred bucks, 50 bucks. But you know, depending on how much it costs to hang, hang them yourself, if you pay someone, you got to be a little careful because how do you know if they're going to get there? that's door hangers postcards, obviously you're pretty confident we'll get there, but say it costs a thousand bucks. Even if you only get three clients at 400 bucks a piece, that's 1200 bucks a month, you're, you're whole pretty quick. So just unrealistic expectations. They put out a hundred postcards. Like, why didn't I get 20 clients? It's like, that's not how it works. So that was a lot of, a lot of detail for a pretty basic question. Hopefully that
1: helped. Yeah, I think that was excellent. Set set realistic expectations based on your sample size too. Yes. Makes
0: sense. Hey, new friend, love that you were here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you want to say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on. We'll see you there.
1: All right. Um, next question, Facebook again, uh, pre-submitted Porchlight property opportunities. That is a mouthful. They want to know, do you know of any marketing strategies that no one has thought of using?
0: Well, by definition, I don't because (laughs) if I do, then I would have thought of it. (laughs) Um, yeah, nobody does because by definition they would have thought of it. So again, that's a weird question because like literally by definition, I can't. Um, so if I modified the question to be something that was possible to answer, like, do you know of any little known marketing strategies? I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's a thousand things you could hire a plane to drop, you know, pamphlets. There's, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a million things, but I think if I, if I could be so bold as to offer an upgraded question, Again, that's one of my least favorite things about it is just ask what marketing strategy is right for me, which is more of a conversation than I can answer over, you know, a one way where we can't ask and answer questions of one another. But I think that's indicative of some of the questions that people ask. They're like looking for new or, and it's like, that's not the thing, right? Like, here's what I would say, what was the person's name again?
1: That was a tongue twister. It's Porchlight Property Opportunities.
0: All right, Porchlight. <laughs> So here's what I would. Everyone for some reason wants some new thing, like I'm going to get this that my competitors don't, or just some weird thing. None of that matters. Just get crystal clear on your goals. So let's just let's just kind of go big picture. Like if Porchlight came to me as a client, first and foremost, what are your goals? And a lot of times we don't even know. So we're saying stuff like, "What's a new magic marketing thing that nobody knows about?" I'm like, what are your goals? I don't know. Well, then what on God's green earth does it? You know, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? So let's say your goals are to add, we just talking about this one our internal call, well, to add $100,000 of revenue, and we do all this on an internal tracker that we give for our clients, so I'll try and verbalize it for you. I want to add $100,000 worth of revenue a year, right? Whatever I'm at, I'm making 50 grand and I want to make 150 grand in profit. Well, first, you got to know your margins. Um, we coach to 30%, but most people aren't there. So let's say it's, you guys are at 20%, which still isn't bad. So if you want to add 100,000 in profit at a 20% margin, my public school math says that's $500,000 in revenue you've got to add just to make the numbers easy. If your average client's 500 bucks a month, that sounds a lot like a hundred clients. And you're like, well, you know, over, I want to do that in a year. Well, we need a hundred clients in a year, but say you're going to lose 20. All right. That's 120 clients. All right. Divide that year by 12 months. Well, I need 10 clients a month. So you kind of, and then you go, okay, well, if I'm going to get 10 clients, how many bids do I need? Well, say I get half the bid. You should be doing better in this residential and I'm just doing this residential because the numbers are easy. Say you get half the bids you go on. All right. Well, that means I, if I need to get 10 new clients a month, I need 20 bids. Okay. Well, how many of the leads turn into bids? We'll say half your leads turn. Okay. Well, I need 40 leads. So the right question would be what mix of because i don't want just one lead source right that's a very vulnerable place to be what mix of lead sources will get me 40 leads that will convert to 20 bids that will convert to 10 sales on a consistent basis that i can do it at a positive roi so putting the question in context of your goals is always the right answer as opposed to just what's some again there's a thousand ways i could do you know you could pay a pretty lady to run up and down the street in a bikini with a cute puppy and a baby with a sign saying, "Buy Steve, you know, buy porch light cleaning." I don't think anyone's and she could do it on one foot um in the middle of the night. I don't think anyone's thought of that, but I don't think it's gonna get you anywhere close to your goals, right? So and she could be dressed up in a you know, or face painted like with you know the local football team, like, sure, there's a thousand ways we could do something that no one's thought of, but I don't. I don't think that's the answer you're looking for. The question I would ask is, "What are my goals? How many leads, bid sales do I need to generate to get those goals? What's the quickest, easiest way to get those leads? That's the way I'd go. All right, I, I feel like I'm such an like old man camping with all like crap on everybody's party. They're all trying to have fun, and I'm like, shut up and you know talk about pain. But sorry, guys. But hopefully, it may not be the most fun. But by golly, we'll get you some, We'll get you some new customers.
1: So, you just gave me an idea for the thumbnail for this uh, episode for YouTube. It, it's probably oh gonna to be in a b- bikini with like face painted and holding a puppy and a baby. So, yes,
0: I think AI can make that happen. I think we can enjoy For those of you who are looking <laughs> at the thumbnail. Enjoy.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. All right, let's go on to the next question here. And I think we're shifting gears a little bit here. I, I took this question because it was very specific. Haley, off of Facebook, She wants to know about office space. She says she has an office. It's just her in the office, but she's not productive working from home. There's Mm -hmm. too many kids, distractions, blah, blah, blah. What should I look for in office? Any ideas what to look out for in a lease?
0: So I don't think it has anything to do with getting clients, but I really like the question. (laughs) So we're going to let it slide. I like that better than the other kooky one. I still don't know what the heck we're talking about. So first and foremost, this is Haley, you said? Is Haley uh, wear bikinis? where with dog puppies and uh and thing and because maybe the other guy could hire her maybe Porchlight could ha- hire haley to run up and down the street and uh with some sort of signage <laughs> haley are you open to painting your face <laughs> <laughs> haley um, let us know <laughs> yeah. so
1: Sorry, yeah, but- she's in chat. I just had to say
0: this. She says, nope, last <laughs> Okay, well, porch light, I tried. I was, Haley's got some boundaries. She's not good for you, Haley, on knowing what you're willing to do, but uh, I tried for you, porch light. It's not happening. All right, back to what Haley actually wants. I'm glad she's live. Thank you for letting me know she's live in the chat. And thanks for putting up with me, uh, pulling your pigtails, Haley. So A, I really do like that question. B, I feel like there's a lot of weird internal pressure Maybe an external, but mostly internal. I gotta have an office, gotta have an office. I'm a real customer. I gotta have an office. And I remember when I bought my first company, so a long time ago, an office was a little more, everyone had an office. And I felt that way. And it was just a big, dumb mistake. So, first, I'll kind of answer some other alternatives I would do without an office. And then I'll answer the qu- Haley's specific question about an office. If I, and we don't have to get into it, Haley, because I don't want to, you know, get a bunch of private information. But if I, you and I were talking privately, I get into your revenue first. And if you're below, um, you know, 20, 30 grand, I wouldn't even talk about it office. So really the only reason I would need an office is only time I would even use an office would be for my weekly meetings, monthly parties, quarterly reviews. Um, and at my weekly meetings, that's where I'd have people pick up their supplies. So place the supply, you know, and there's a, there's a lot of ways to skin that cat, right? You can, sorry, can, <laughs> Lindsay's a cat owner. She's like, Hey, why are we, why are we skinning cats? And my mother-in-law owns mini cats. So I guess I can't say there's a lot of ways to light that candle. I don't know. We'll figure something less, uh, less aggressive. So yeah, I would just look for a play. And again, for a place to do like meetings, restaurants are great or a fun place or hold interviews, Do it at a uh, do it at a, a coffee shop. So it doesn't always have to be that. There's lots of options that you can rent by the hour, like a co-working space, things like that um, for a place to put your stuff. You could just have a sublease of somebody to have a little bit of like their um, what's it called? Like a, a warehouse or something so i would go cheap i would stay out of a lease because it's not just the money that because people are like oh i found a place and someone like 500 bucks a month so it's cheap it's like yeah but you got to sign a lease and who's in charge of the internet and the utilities and locking up and what if something happens and who's going to insure it and again do you have a lease you're to have a lawyer look it's just there's just a bunch of headache and garbage and um i wouldn't recommend it that said um and also haley i'm a man of your after your own heart i i don't like working in office when i had Physical brick and mortar locations. If I went there, it was just hanging out with the employees. I knew I was going to get nothing done. If I wanted to work, I'd go to the coffee shop half a mile away where nobody knew me and I could work or work from home, um, work uninterrupted. So the office was really just a place for me to my people to congregate. But that was like when I had a car dealership, you physically need a place or a construction place where I made stuff. But this company we have now, completely virtual. Like, love that we don't have an office. So if I had a cleaning company, I wouldn't have an office up till at least a half a million dollars. And even then, I probably wouldn't go there. That said, um, yeah, it's tough because when you you can really get stuck as a small business owner as a lease. A lot of people want you to sign a five-year lease. Both of the businesses I sold, we had a five-year lease and we had to either find someone that uh their credit worthiness was good enough to get me off, or I still, even though I sold the business and they are on the lease, if they didn't make the payment, I'd still be on the hook. So there's just there's some stuff that you don't want to super get into. That's why I mentioned the co-working stuff where it's a little more flexible. You can go month to month and things like that. Um, so yeah, I would stay out of long-term leases if possible and it's different. Like I said, we had a car dealership, so we actually ended up buying that building, which was nice, but, um, all that to say, unless the, the office is integral to your business, like a car dealership, like a restaurant, like the physical space is kind of important. Then you can, then it's like, well, now we're gonna get into leases or purchasing or something like that. Um, if it's not integral, I don't wanna sign a lease where I'm in, you know, say it's only a little $1,500 a month lease, but you signed five years. That's like a hundred thousand dollar contract, man. What do you, what are you going to be doing in five years? Who knows? Right. So, honestly, if it was me, I'd either not buy an I'd either not rent an office or I'd probably try and buy one, even if I didn't need all of it, like rent out the rest and kind of make it a real estate play. Um, but as far as like how do I make sure I don't get screwed in a lease or whatever, get a lawyer. Like, I'm not qualified to do that. I, you know, I would, you know, depending on the lease and the complexity and how much it is, but long story short. I just wouldn't do an office. I do everything I could to get away from it, like you said, uh, Haley. Not a great place to get work done. Cool. I feel like I'm just giving unsatisfactory answer after unsatisfactory, and just like crushing dreams uh, <laughs> on this on this deal. So we've got very little time. If we're out, we can be done. If you get a short question, we can do that, Lindsay. I'll leave it up to you, girl.
1: Mm, Caitlin Bruce, I see you in chat, but that's going to be a long question. I'm going to save you for next week. So you got to come back. <laughs> Ooh, I like that little
0: cliffhanger. Solid. <laughs> all right. Any, any quick ones or we feel like we're done sister.
1: That's all we got for today, Mike.
0: All right. So everybody that participated, thanks for putting up with our nonsense of me poo pooing everybody's parade. Haley, thanks for letting me pick on you. A good sport uh, coming live for the rest of you. They're like, well, that sounds fun. I want to participate. Um, if you just, our Facebook group in grow in uh, Facebook Grow My Cleaning Company free to join. You just have to own a cleaning company. That's where we go live. You can email support at growmycleaningcompany.com. and uh, if you have a question, Lindsay will get it up. And that's that. Or if you just you know want to have a or if you've got a, a good advertising idea, no one's ever heard of, email that to support it. Support grow my cleaning company. We'll carbon copy uh porch light or whoever, and we'll get this party started. All right, Clean Nation, good hanging. Talk to you and see ya. Well, here we are, the end of the podcast, and you made it. Great job.